Hey, welcome to Sunday Night Novi. Sunday Night Novi is a presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network, 613 on your dial. We are coming to you from the studios of Merkaz Yisrael of Marine Park. Um, just uh, some programming notes. Uh, we will have, uh, we will be on tonight, obviously. Um, next week is Tisha B'Av, so obviously we will not be on. Uh, the week after, we will be on. Um, and then um, August 1st, we will not be on. Um, I'm having some uh, minor uh, eye surgery, not so minor, but yeah. Uh, and I, I'm hopefully by the 8th, I should be much better. So I should be able to uh, to come back. So assume there'll be a sheer, assume there'll be a sheer this week, next, not next week, the week after, skip August 1st and then back on August 8th. Um, on the local network, I'm planning a series of shiurim, not on Sunday night, at a different time, um, on uh, Yom and Noraim, as believe it or not, uh, in a couple of weeks from now, we're going to hit Kodeshel. I know that's a hard uh, pill to swallow, but it's coming. And we'll, we'll, we'll try to discuss in Yane, uh, Yom Adin, Rosh Hashanah, uh, coming up, I will, I will, I will, uh, I will let you know uh, of uh, where, to, where to tune in to check local listings, time and place in your area. Okay, um, we were discussing uh, Chavni and Pinchas last uh, Sunday night. And, and the Navi did a very interesting thing. The Navi um, um, did a contrast between Shmuel and, and, um, and um, Chavni and Pinchas. Um, particularly, the Navi pointed out that it says that Now that's a catch term that we saw a lot in Sefer Shoftim. So which indicates to us that we're not quite out of, of Sefer Shoftim. Hold on one second. Second. Sorry about that. <clears throat> so I should mention. Right. Yeah, just uh, um, come on. Okay, I neglected to mention just uh, tonight's sheer prophetic vision in the 21st century, the message of Nevi'im Rishonim, the story of the book of Shmuel. This series will focus on how Shmuel Hanavi is the author of the book of, of Shmuel, sent us many messages for our time, and it's dedicated with Zecha Nishmas, Rav Yuachmiel ben Aramir. Anyway, so what we're starting to say is there was this, the Novi presents Chopni and Pinchas and Shmuel with a contrast. And, and it builds itself around the idea of lo yaduas Hashem. That the Novi says, they, 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 they did not know, which indicates that we're not quite out of that period of time of the Shoftim, where, where we have those ups and downs where Am Yisrael was in, they were out, the Shoftim brought them back, and then they left. And then, so, and, and at the same time, where we see the transitional uh, point where Shmuel Hanovi is the opposite 
of what they are. And 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 Chavni Pinchas is going to get their fate, and Shmuel Novi is going to rise up into leadership, leadership to a to a point where where Yidias Hashem is going, knowledge of Hashem and observance of Torah mitzvah is going to come paramount in the time of Shmuel, and we're go, we're going we're going to see. We're, go, we're going to see that that's going to be, be become a focal point of the career of Shmuel, and 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 we're, and we're going to see in a in a strange way that clearly Jewish people recognize that. So so that that's kind of uh, what we we spoke we spoke about um, at the end. Just um, um, we, we mentioned the idea also that uh, Eli gave a bracha to to. Uh, to Elkanah and Hannah that they should have more children uh, like like Shmuel and and uh, because of of his of his greatness. Okay, um, let's, uh, we'll start with Pasuk Base. It's page eighteen. And if you're in the Art Scroll, it's Perak Base, Pasuk Base. So just uh, uh, a little bit more on Chafti and Pinchas, and then we're going to talk about the rise of Shmuel and Eli So Eli was old. So. So right away, the, the Mitzudat David jumps on that. And he says, Amarza, me'at et Eli, amasha lo me'yaser It says that um, it, the the statement that Eli was exceedingly old, and he was exceedingly old as well, it was in his 90s, um, that, that, that's, that was an excuse for him not giving Musa to his children. Ki his kin, because he had become old, betash kocho, and was weak. Lo ayachol um, he, he could he couldn't uh, uh, give them the musa and turn them away, uh, and that's what it was. So v'shama is kol yasun banav yisrael, and he heard about everything that his children had done to the Jewish people. Particularly, we discussed last week the taking of the meat of, from the korbanos that they did not deserve. Um, and it says that they 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 slept with women. We're going to see what that means. That were around uh, all, all, all Moe. Uh, now, what does it mean that they slept with women? So, so Chazal say it does not mean uh, what what it, what what we think it means. It does not mean that they were uh, immoral uh, and they were adulterers and they were uh, sleeping with women. So right away, Mitsudat David says, Rod Saloma, Hayum is Atzlim, Bakrovis, Kanea Yoldos, Gazovo, Sabos, Bitsvara, Belomoe. What was their sin? What does it mean they, they, they slept with women, so to speak? They were lazy. They, were, they, they lacked the, the alacrity to give the, the, the Korbanos of a, of a Isha Yoledes. So um, I'm not going to go into the whole, but basically a woman who gives birth, uh, uh, those who are in the daf know this, uh, and they follow Chumash, a uh, woman who gives birth is Tomei for a certain amount of days. Uh, depending on if it's a boy, she's a certain amount of days, and if it's a girl, it's all, this is all in Parshish Tazriya. At the end of the uh, what's called Yemei Tahara, she has to bring what's called the Korba. Uh, 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 kinim, Kinim, not lice as, a, as in the Maka, but with a Kuf. She has to bring a a bird offering. She's not allowed to have relations with her husband until she has brings that bird offering. So, 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 Mitzudat David explains that what they, they what they did was was that they didn't. And also, a woman was a zav if she had an emission three times when it wasn't the time of her period. Uh, she has to bring a wait seven clean days and give a korban, and she's tame. 
So they were not quick to give the korban. The women would come to Olamoe, the women would come to Shiloh, and they did not give the korbanos on time. They would wait. Therefore, they couldn't go home and have relations with their husband, and they had to sleep in their place. So what it really means is that they caused them to sleep in the place in Shiloh, and that was considered a sin because they, because they, by not giving the korban and therefore preventing women from being to go back to their husbands, so they were, so to speak, they were being mevatel, they were nullifying the mitzvah of Peru or Vu to have many, many, many children. Um, and the Radak says the same thing. Al Yudeshal Yumalos Korban Neim Lashilo Vehema Yumashim Osun Malin Osam Chutz Levesam Laila Achas Male Alav Kasev Kilu Shachvon. So it says that. So so that was their sin. So they were so meaning they they. It's not just that they were selfish and they tried to get as much of the korbanos as as they wanted, but it was more than that. They were derelict in their duty as Kohanim. That, that that people relied on them because because when the Mishkan was in Shiloh you couldn't give a private korban and, and and people relied on them and and they didn't do their job and 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 many times when you're in leadership positions that you don't do your job the impact of it it has ripple effects on 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 everybody else and 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 that's and that's that's what happened and and it was really a terrible thing by Yomer Lahem. So Eli Pasuk of Gimel said to them, Lama tasun kadvarim ha'eli. He said, well, what, what are you doing? Like, why do you do these things? Asher anochi shomea es divrechem ra'im, that I, I've heard of your evil deeds, me'ez kola ha'ma'ele, from all, all, all the people. Asher anochi shomea me'ez kola ha'ma'ele, ha'ma'ele, lisboa. So, um, the Radak and Mitzudat David says that the people that came to give the korbanos, they're the ones who told me what you guys were, what you guys were doing. And he says, "What? What? You know, what's going on here? Why? Why are you doing this? I don't understand." So, so, so he says like this. So he says, he says, "Albanai." He says, "No, my sons. Kilotov Hashemua Asher Anochi Shomeya Mavirim Am Hashem." He said, "He said, he said, it's not good what you're doing, cause uh, Hashem's people passing on is not good." Im Yecheta Ish Ish. So he says a very interesting statement. Uh, the Gemara and Yuma uh, discusses this. It says, "Im Yecheta Ish Ish." He says, he says. If a uh, if a man sins against man, so what happens? Elohim, and he gets judged by a man. But but if you sin, uh, if you sin against Hashem, who's going to speak in your defense? So in other words, they 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 say you know, it's very interesting. Um, it's a very similar concept. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai said this. The uh, points out. That uh, the Gemara in Brachos says that that when Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was dying, 
So uh, this is a tish above it, you know, I mentioned this before. So Rabbi Yolanda Menzaka, I mentioned this on Shabbos as well. Rabbi Yolanda Menzaka made a decision that when he met with the Roman general and the Roman general gave him three wishes, um, um, he did not ask for Yerushalayim. He asked for Tainli Yavne, famous statement, Tainli Yavne V'chachamel, right? So so when when he was dying, and Rabbi Yolanda Menzaka lived a very long life. Uh, and when he was dying, it says that he was he was crying on his on his deathbed. So, so his students came to him and they said to him, Rebbe, you know, lama, lama So what, what, why, why are you crying? So, so he said, he said, if I'm brought in front of a, a of, of a human king, he says, a human king who I could bribe and who I could, you know, I'll speak nicely to, I'll ask for forgiveness, you know, all is good. He says, but now that I'm brought in front of Melech, Malchai Amalakh, I know it's imminent that I'm going to face judgment in Shemayim. He says, that, that I did not cry. Rabbi Salvechik pointed out that Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was bothered by his decision until the day he died. Um, that, that, that he wondered on his deathbed that may, maybe I should have asked for the, the Roman army to go home, spare the base of Migdash, and not. And, and and we know and 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 Rabbi Yochanan Zakkai is on my top ten list of one of the great people ever to live. Um, Rabbi Yochanan Zakkai made a made a decision for for all generations. Um, it, it was a it was an eternal decision because he because because Rabbi Yochanan Zakkai I mentioned this on Shabbos he ha, ha, had an insight into Jewish history. His insight into Jewish history was and it's, it's exactly what we spoke about in the Novi. If it's Lo Yaduas Hashem. If they, if, if they don't know Hashem, then everything is lost. And that's what happened in the period of the Shoftim. But on the flip side, and, and, we, and we explained last week that Shmuel Anavi was the opposite. And how was he the opposite? Because he studied Torah and he observed the mitzvahs and he did all, he did all of those things. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai said that we have to have Torah and mitzvahs. We'll rebuild the building. We'll destroy the building. We'll, we'll, we'll get the carpenters. We'll get the, uh, we'll get the uh, contractors and we'll put, it, we'll put the building back. But if we lose our, our spiritual connection of to Torah, then, 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 then for following, it's, it's going to be lost. But, but he was bothered by this decision. Salvation explained that, that he was bothered by this decision. So who comes to greet him? So it's a great, great, it's a fabulous Gemara, if you understand it in the proper perspective. It says Chizkiyahu HaMelech comes to take him to Olam Abba. Who was Chizkiyahu HaMelech? So, so the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Chizkiyahu HaMelech was the Jewish education in the time of Chizkiyahu HaMelech was so great that the Gemara says that if you pulled a child uh, and you questioned him about the laws of Tuma and Tahara, ritual purity, complicated halachas, the children were able to answer the questions. That's how powerful Alimar Torah was in, in, the, in the period of, of Kizkiyahu Mount. And that was the sign to Yerav Yochanan ben Zakkai that you made the right decision. That yes, we can rebuild and we're still hoping Masa uh, Masa uh, Yibana. This is the week of Masa Yibana. This is the week where we ask Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you know, when when are we going to? When is the base of Midrash that's going to come? Is it come to Tisha B'av, uh, in the midst of the nine days? So Rabbi Yochanan, so that was Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai. Based on this, he says, if if you're going to be judged by by man, so so you know if you sin against man, if you damage or you cause financial loss, so a, a human judge judges you, and it all works. But if you sin against the Kodesh Baruch Hu, 
Who's gonna Who's gonna stand up for you? And 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 they 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 refuse to they they refuse to listen. Yeah, as Radak points out, me is Palelo, me is Palel Bavuro. Who's gonna daven for you? Koloma, me Kanesla Mishpat Bavuro in Hashem Yisbara. He says, who's gonna defend you uh, in front of 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 Hashem? And that that that's that's a very serious Hashem. Rotsulomar says says Imiachata writes the Masudat of it. Rotsulomar, Umar kisha Adam chote lechaveru shekobel who lefnei shofet the osa mishpat. You go, you bring them to judgment in front of a judge. The lohaya in kein noswa below mishpat. Vin kolzo shoftu gam elohim. Im hita es shofet biyatsa mishpat ukal. Vim la Hashem rotsulomar because she can kisha Adam chote Hashem. Who's going to judge the sinner? And how can he not be afraid of the of the judge of all judges? That, that, that's what he said to them. He said, "He said, I don't understand. How do you not have that perspective? You you lack you lack that perspective." And and Rabbi Yochanan Mizaka, that was that was what he said. He said, "From taking in front of a human." Uh, judge is one thing, but now them taking in front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so we we, ta- we we say on Yom Kippur, Ata Yodea Razei Olam, you, you know all the secrets. Ata Choves Klayos Aveta Nuvochen Klayos Alei, right? You search the innards, the kidneys, the livers, and and you know the inner parts of our heart. Ein Davar Ein Davam Nalam Imekav Ein Nistar Mineged Enecha. There's nothing hidden from you. Everything is revealed. Uh, before you, this is a mamish Yom Kippur. Uh, Eli said to him, "It's Yom Kippur. How do you not? How do you not do tshuva?" Um, and v'lo yishvu l'kol avim ki chaves Hashem l'hamisam. They didn't listen to the father's voice. For Hashem uh, wanted to uh, uh, to ki- to kill them, meaning meaning he was going to punish them. Hatam ki kishi yagdil adam lachto yimna ha'el mimenu darchei tshuva kideshi kabel onsho. Radak says that sometimes a person could get to the stage where his tshuva is not accepted. That's a little bit the Indian by Paro, right? At first, uh, at first it says Paro First it says that Paro was, uh, you know, hard in his own heart, and then eventually it says And the idea was that part of the punishment was that you had your chance. You had your chance to do tshuva, and you didn't, and you harden yourself so much. Not, not now, you lose your chance uh, to do to do tshuva. And what and what's the reason for it? So everybody should see and know. The yodu mitzrayim ki ani Hashem. The pasuk says that that the mitzrayim should know ki ani Hashem. What does ani Hashem mean? Says Rashi at the beginning of Parshas Vayera. Neman l'shalem schar tov l'mishalchem l'fonen. Rashi says. That Hashem is loyal to reward those that follow in His ways. So v'yadu mitzrayim ki ani Hashem. He says, at a certain point, when when the Russia is 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 punished and and is not allowed to do tshuva, the rest of the people yiru yiru v'yiru they'll they'll see and they'll and they'll be afraid. Aval Russia shelo harve lachato yiftechu lo darche tshuva imrotze lasher. But he said, uh, interesting. He says, but if the Russia is not so far gone, then the door, then the door to do tshuva is always open. The all of Namar kilo echpos b'mosamei. This is mamish neilah. 
right? It's a, and, and and that what it says is that Hashem doesn't want the death. Unbelievable Radak. He says that even at the worst Russia, he goes to, he goes the distance, but then somehow he's sparked to do chuva and he does chuva, and everybody sees that he does chuva. And he holds on to the, the right way. The MS, the Kabel, Chuvasa, Shlema, the Yelo, Siyo, Elohai, Bechuva. And such a person, as evil as he was, but he so turned his ways to good, Hashem accepts his Chuva and Hashem will help him uh, continue uh, to do Chuva. It's Yom Kippur, Yodea, MS. He who looks in our hearts knows the truth. The Rab, Ibne Eli, Kiloa, Yalavavam, Shalem. And HaKadosh Baruch saw that the sons of Eli were not interested. And even if they would have listened to Eli and held back from some of their corruption, Hashem knew that they weren't serious. So Radak says an important concept in, in that sometimes we need to see the evil being punished um, because, and, and we know that there, there, there is something what's called Siddiq Adin. Siddiq Adin means, means that Kaddish Baruch Hu does bring justice to, to the world. Uh, we don't always get to see it and we're not always privileged to see it, but the Radak says, but sometimes we do see it and we see the downfall of people um, who don't do the right thing and then, and then, you know, and then we look back and we say, why did that downfall happen? And then we realized that 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 Kaddish Baruch Hu was was in the uh, driver's seat, was in the kisei uh, 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 of Din. Um, very important uh, uh, radak, uh, certainly one that we all should review before Yom Kippur uh, to understand and appreciate. And so, and there are two messages. The two messages is that if you if you become too evil, Kaddish Baruch Hu is not interested in your tshuva. But the, but the, perhaps even the most important message. That even if you become too evil and you and you and you turn on a dime and, and you change your ways and you're determined, like the people of Ninveh in the story of Yonah, um, where it says that the Gemara says that a Kajbrah saw that there were no matter how far you go out, there's always the door is always open to come back. And that's what that's what Ailey wanted his children to do, but but a Kajbrah saw that that wasn't happening. What a statement. But Shmuel became great with Hashem and, 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 and with people. Right? He was accepted among people. People loved him. Interesting. The Mesudat David says that even Chachti and Pinchas appreciated Shmuel's greatness, and they never, they never thought for a moment that Shmuel was the one who told Eli about their, their, uh, about their bad ways. Uh, they also, uh, repre- they also understood uh, who Shmuel was. So um, Anavi came to Eli. According to most opinions, it uh, was Elkanah himself. This is what Hashem says. 
Did I not appear to your ancestors, meaning the Kohanim, be Yosam the Mitzrayim, the base Paro? Hashem said that I appeared, Rotsaloma, Haima Emesu, Hashem Niglo, Rotsaloma, Lo Yoduahu Lachol, El Besavicha, to Aaron, Sheniba the Mitzrayim. That Aaron said prophecy in Mitzrayim. We know that Aaron was involved um, in, in, the, in the process. So it says, it says, Ubachor Oso Mikol Shivte Yisrael, Lila Kohen. I chose him to be from all the people to be the Kohanim. La Losam is Bechi, La Terkitores, La Seis Efo, the Fanai, to bring the meal offerings, Vetnella Besavicha, as Kol Ishe, Vene Israel, and all of the Korbanos of, of the Jewish people will pass through um, your house. Lama Siv Atu, he said, Why do you scorn Vizivchi, Uvimen Chasia, Shesivisi Maon, that was brought in my dwelling place? And you honor your sons more than me. To fatten yourselves from the choicest part of all the offerings. Meaning this is a direct comment on uh, on, on the behavior of Chafni Pinchas. Therefore, this is what Hashem said. Therefore, Hashem said, I, I have indeed said that your family and your father's son will walk before me forever. Kohanim. And now, and, and now far be it from me, uh, for I honor those who honor me and those who scorn me will be accused. The day, behold, the days are coming and I shall cut off your arm. So uh, he was telling the he was telling the house of Eli that you will be removed from being the Kohanim. The Kohat, the, uh, although although the Kohuna will continue through base Aaron, but you are going to be uh, you are going to be uh, removed from the from from, the, from this p- position. Rotzelomar, Moshe Vesar, Kiamoshe Maasarim Nikru He says you're not going to be in charge. You won't be the officers. Um, uh, and what will happen? Right? Mr. David says they were told very clearly that the Kohen, the Kohuna Gedola is going to be removed from them and it's going to be given to another family uh, of Kohanim. And we see that and that's not going to happen actually till the time of Shlomo, um, as, as, as we'll see. Uh, and then he says... Um, uh, and the other thing he told them was that you're, there'll never be, no one's going to live long in your house. I mean, the part of your punishment is that um, that you're going to live a short life. Uh, and the Radak point, Rashi points out that it's Vida Kilegim You ate the Kodshim. You ate from the korbanos before you were entitled to them. What's going to happen to you? Now I'm telling you. Wait a second. I lost the place. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're going you're gonna to die before living out a, a proper lifespan. Um, so so it, there was a punishment on the family of Ailey that they that they're going to live very very short lives. 
uh, any descendants of the family of Eli will live very short lives. But I will not completely cut off any of your men from my Mizbeh, to make your eyes pine and your soul sad. And, 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 um, and those who are raised in your house will die young. So there's an interesting Gemara um, that there is a solution to this. The Gemara says that Abaye and Rava were, so, so the, the punishment was that they're gonna, not going to live till 20 years old, 18 years old. So the Gemara says that Abaye and Rava were, were, um, were descendants of Eli, and they both outlived the lifespan that the Novi punished them. Why? So the Gemara says one because he studied Torah and the other one because he was Oisek in Gemilas Chasadim because he was uh, he was Oisek in kindness and giving about tzedakah and doing and doing a lot of that. So that was the so to speak the the contra uh, to the punishment uh, and it's also a midah connected midah because because Chafti and Pinchas took what they didn't what they didn't deserve and 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 uh, Abaye gave people, went out and took from his own and, and, and went out and helped people to, who, needed, who needed help. So it's also the, that's the reverse Midah, Kinegan Midah, and that's why Abaye lived uh, uh, to live 60 years old or something like that, uh, despite the fact that the curse was on the family. And this is the, uh, this is the sign that, that this is going to take place. They're both the sign that this punishment is going to come true is that Chafni and Pinchas are going to die on the same day. When you'll see that both your children die on the same day, we'll see they'll die in battle. That's a uh, next week or the week or after. Yisba'er lecha ki ha'asid ashedibarti al banecha yiskayen. When you will see that this will happen, you will know um, that that what I, what I predicted about your family future is going to come true. The sign is that Chafni and Pimlas are going to die on the same day. Um, it's interesting um, that when uh, Rivka uh, comes to comes to comes to Yitzchak. I know, I know, I know, now, I'm not breaking on these Midrashim because I don't really understand them. So Rivka comes to Yitzchak and says that, uh, Lama Eshkol like, why should Yitzchak, Yaakov, and Esau uh, die on the same day? And that's a hint that it'll die on the same day. So, but we know, you know, that's not really what happened. Everyone makes like, because every kid knows that the Esau's head is buried in Marasamach Pela, right, that when they went to bury Yaakov, the, the Medrash brings down, uh, Esau came with the with the Shtar Mechira, with the, 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 the writ of sale, that, that Yaakov didn't really have, have the right to the grave, he had the right to the grave, and then Hushim and Dan went back to Mitzrayim to, to, to bring the document to show, and the whole Medrash, I don't know. and then he accidentally cut off his head, the whole, whole story. First of all, even if that's true, but it wasn't in the same day because we know that it was several. It was it was it was a couple of months uh, from the death of Yaakov until they actually buried him in Mara Samachbel. So I don't understand that medrash. But uh, anyway, but Rivka does say to, to Yitzchak, Lama Eshkol Why should they both die in the same day? So so the severity of that idea, obviously, it's a terrible thing. Um, is uh, 
is uh, um, is important. Um, just as a, a note of trivia, and you could text it to me privately, uh, there 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 are two famous presidents that died on the same day. Uh, if you could text that to me privately, you get uh, the Jeopardy award of the night. Um, I'm not telling you who it is. Um, anyway, so anyway, Vakimosi uh, Loco, and and what's even amazing is the day they died, and and, and it was amazing. Anyway, Vakimosi Kohen so the Navi continues. I'm going to appoint a true Kohen. Sudat David points out that Sadok, as we'll see later in the time of Shlomo, Sadok Kohen becomes the the Kohen Gadol. Kasher Bilbavi Ubenavshi Yaseh, and and we we also we also know as a tribute. To the the first uh, to the first base of Migdash that um, in in the first base of Migdash the Kohanim were particularly meritorious and they were really great people. So when 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 the Navi here says um, there were very few Kohanim Gedolim in the first base of Migdash, they lived a long time and they were really quality quality people. We we know Yoshiyahu Melech was was Makarivzan through the through the Kohanim and and so Tzadok and his descendants. As Mitzvah David says, he will do what the uh, what's in my heart. Uh, right. So Radak points out also that the Klola, and that doesn't happen until David runs away from Avshalom and Sada begins. But he didn't actually become the Kohen Gadol until Shlomo uh, made it official. Uh, official. Kasher Bilvavi. These Kohanim will do everything that they're supposed to. By Istaman Perush Kayam. There'll be a, 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 a everlasting dynasty, an everlasting house of Kohanim, Yuchasim, uh, as the Radak points out. And he will walk before me, my anointed ones. Who Vizarel Radak points out there'll be a line of Kohanim Gedolim that come from Sadok that will be the anti Chafti uh, of Pinchas that will be great people that will carry out the mishpat of the Kohanim in a in a very very um, in a very very uh, real real way. Um, this uh, again again uh, again um, I, this represents the transitional uh, point that that I've spoke about so many times. Between the generation of the Shoftim, uh, there's generation, the centuries of the Shoftim, and 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 what's going and what's going what's going forward um, in the time of of Shmuel. Now we're going to discuss uh, not so much today, but we're going to discuss uh, a, um, a Jewish concept called a Yerida Lutzorech Aliyah. That sometimes in life, Yerida, we, we have to go down before we're able to come up. Right, because uh, I'll tell us that uh, the Jewish people are nimshalulavana. Jewish people are compared to the uh, to the moon. Uh, why, why, why the moon? Uh, ooh, well, somebody knows the answer. All right, you get the Jeopardy award. Yes, yes, both both is correct. Um, uh, anyway, um, so th- this so this transition that that it, that it, that I spoke about. 
becomes very, very apparent, where we see that if, where the corruption of, of Chofni and, and Pinchas are, are, are go, you know, are, are put aside. Tzadok is, is elevated, and, and, and as, as the Radak describes, the, the lineage that goes forward is, is, true, is a true lineage. Uh, Shmua Hanavi makes the tikkun of his generation. We'll see that in a later in the later parak how he how he completely turns around his generation and, and then lays that foundation of David and Shlomo, even Shaul. And uh, when we get uh, when we when we get to uh, when we get to Sho- when we get to Shaul, um, uh, <laughs> yes, you are correct. Uh, when we get when we get to Shaul. Uh, um, I'm going to describe to you that that sometimes our treatment of him is almost not fair, uh, and we'll talk about the great person he was too. Uh, even though he kind of turned away from where, where, from his goal and what and what he was and what he was supposed to be, um, and so that's that's what we're seeing here. We're seeing here the transition, this transition to greatness, and and that's that's such an important part of this. Novi, um, we spent the whole safer seeing where things were not so great, and now we're really seeing that turn, that that great turn of of of, of Am Yisrael to a place, and that, and that leads that's going to lead them to the Kodesh Hakodeshim, to Binyan Beis uh, and certainly the eternal lesson has to be for us that we have to be able to look at this story. We have to be able to look at these events and we have to say, are these events so much different? Do we not see corruption in our time? Do we not see uh, sometimes our own people doing the wrong thing? Uh, sometimes, uh, uh, you know, you know, sometimes we see uh, um Askanim and, and great people and leadership roles. I'm not going to mention a recent politician from politician who's now you know got caught for tax evasion and things like that. Do we do we not see that that in our time? And Shmuel Anavi is talking to us. He's telling us what we need to do. We need to grab it by the horns, and and and, and the horns is also symbolic of the mizbeach. The Karnos on Mizbeach. And we have to grab a hold onto the Mizbeach. And we have to make the Mizbeach the center of our existence. And and, and, and that's what the Novi is talking about, the, the, the line of the Kohanim. Akadish Baruch Hu tells, tells Eli uh, through Elkanah that, that, that this, this kind of corruption cannot reign. Can't be. We can't have a Mishkan. We can't have a base of Mikdash. We can't have daily korbanos when there are people that are just not doing the right thing, but not just not doing the right thing, but are corrupt and 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 are making people uncomfortable. The gift korbanos are, are are not are not are not offering the korbanos on time and allowing women to go home and doing all of those things. But now what we're seeing is that transition, and and it's going to hit rock bottom. Um, we're going to get in the next couple of uh, 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 Shi'orim. Am Yisrael is going to hit rock bottom. The Aaron, the Plishtim are going to overwhelm them. The Aaron is going to be taken. Uh, they're not going to have the Aaron Kodesh. And, and, and then it's going to come back and it's still not good until it finally settles. And then finally they're going to come to Shmuel and they're going to say, help us. <laughs> and, 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 and he's going to help them. And, and, he's, going to, and he's going to write this ship. These are all the transitions that we're seeing at, at, you know, over here. We're seeing the transition in leadership from, from Eli, who, as we see, was ineffective with his children, to Shmuel, who was super effective with 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 the uh, with the Jewish people. Uh, you know, we're seeing we're seeing all of that, and and, and we're seeing that that Hashem tells the, us through the Novi 
that that we can't continue this way. We have to we have to make amends. And and as I said earlier today, this is a Yom Kippur story. Uh, this this should be learned on Yom Kippur um, because it's very important. But it should be learned every day of the year as a reminder uh, of what we need to do in this in this generation. Uh, let's just finish. Um, and it shall be that anyone left over of your family, uh, will come to bow down to him, uh, for a small coin of a loaf of bread, uh, and, and will say, please attach me to the one of the priestly divisions to eat a morsel of lechem. So what, 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 what is that about? The Amar, those that are left in your house. Attach me to one of the shit uh, uh, of the Kohanim. Because they're no longer gonna have lechem. they're no longer gonna have what 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 they need. attach me, um the, the Radak says. And, and and all so so again, all of this is is taking place. There's there's a lot of of moving parts that are taking place uh, through the family of Eli, through Shmuel Hanavi, uh, and and through the generation. So we're at the point where where really I I think uh, there's one more incident, and that's the taking of the Aaron and the war with the Plishtim that marks. To me, and then it will be the death of Eli. We're going to see that as well, and the death of Chafni and Pinchas. To me, that marks the end of the period. You know, Shmuel is considered a shofet, but that really marks that that nightmare period of the shoftim. And 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 then from that Yerida, from that downfall of the Jewish people, we're going to go all the way up, and we're going to hit. We're going to go straight up. It's going to be the line is going to go from bottom on a straight curve up, and we're going to and and that curve is going to land us in Yerushalayim and the base of Migdash and the Kodesh Kodoshim. Shlomo Amel is going to say, uh, you know, raise up the gates. He's going to say, David and the merit of my father, uh, David, and, and great things are going to happen for the Jewish people. Okay, I think we're going to stop here tonight. This is a good place to stop. Again, uh, uh, we will not meet next Sunday night because Tisha B'Av. Uh, we will meet the following Sunday night. We'll talk about the actual call of Shmuel to be the Navi. And 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 we'll talk a little bit more about this idea of Yerido L'Tzarech Aliyah. Uh, and then uh, again, we'll skip August 1st. Um, and then I hope, hopefully I will be okay. And August 8th, we'll be back online. Um, again, uh, any of the previous year, I'm up on the podcast. If you know anyone who missed it and wants to listen to it, it'll be up on the podcast some point tonight. Uh, have a good night, everyone. Once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me each and every Sunday night. Take care. Thank, thank you, Rabbi. Thank you, Rabbi.